Good evening, and welcome to the Elite Dynasty Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Eric Mondon, along with my co-host, Addison Elko. How's it going? Chad Patterson. How are you, Chad? That was a really abrupt uh, good evening there. you got to be ready for anything. As a, as a podcast host, you can be tempted to start a podcast at any moment, so you need to be ready for when that initial verbiage hits. You know what I mean? you got to be ready with your intro. Because it can you, be your, yeah. last time. You knew you were recording, and you still counted down like to make sure you were aware of when you no 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 no. so i didn't um i didn't actually press play until so i was kind of down the pressing of the recording then i let it buffer for a second so to give chad a little bit of a nice smooth entryway for editing and then i went into it what a guy wow i got you that's what i'm here for so (laughs) uh this is episode uh, do you even know is it episode 48 did i make that Uh, um i think we more than that on i'm using your website we're on episode 47 I was close. That was pretty close. All right, so episode, episode 47. That's awesome. What are we going to do for 50? We have to do 50 in Vegas. Wow. Okay. I'm down for that. Yeah. We <laughs> I, just mean, I, was hope, I was hoping we may get these a little bit more regularly, so I guess we're going to be going to Vegas in like a month. Recently. Yeah, later. very recent. Yeah. We'll celebrate. Wait, Eric, why is the copyright on the website from 2014? Because the league started. 2014 was the initial draft, and 2015 was the first rookie draft. Because remember Parker, Gurley, all those guys. I gotcha. Yeah, we've been doing this for a long time, man. Yeah, so those who don't know, uh, our commissioner, our dear commissioner, created a website for our league. So the league has expanded even further into obsession that no other league has ever done before. From a podcast <laughs> to a Twitter, Facebook, blog. <laughs> And now we have a website. lovely coming soon. <laughs> it's just like a a weird colored box going across the screen. Dude, I was learning about like the SVG shit. I was like, this is awesome. Let's practice this. So yeah, it's gonna really go all the way. It stops. Yeah, no, because I, I only did five like seconds. What? What's the website you're all? It's um so you can do it under elite dynasty uh podcast.com. So www.elitedynastypodcast.com takes you to the Git page, uh, GitHub page site that hosts it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's up there. It's ready to rock. And then next thing will be mobile app. And then dude, wow. we're going to the moon. We're going to the moon. Dude, most After people that, just, just probably drinking a lot during the quarantine. Maybe learning a new skill, but mostly now I'm playing a lot more video games. Eric's learning how to make a website, learning Japanese. Just really taking this extra time head on. I'm trying, man. I told Sam, I told Sam last night my goal was to be fluent in five languages by 35. So <laughs> I got um, I got English down, luckily. So next is going to be Italian, and then I figured I'd finish up Spanish, and then maybe we're talking about Japanese, and maybe we're talking about French. I don't know. We'll figure it out. German. We got some options. Can you go like dude, a I feel like a lazy fuck, dude. I don't know, man. I'm just uh, I want to be able to speak speak to people. <laughs> like a one year buffer period, but a language per year. Well, you already got one, so four and six. Exactly. Years. I figured it would be fluent for Greg's wedding, so I could speak to people in Italy. All right. Well, can you learn? Can you learn Dothraki? It's actually on there. So Dothraki's not on there, but High Valyrian is on there, so I can learn. Okay. Valyrian. So, <laughs> without completely derailing the podcast, um, with our great quarantine uh, takes, is this the first part uh, qu- uh, podcast of quarantine or second? I think second, right? We second. did another one in like April. <clears throat> yeah. Because for the draft, so yes. Yes, yeah, so those will be the first one since our illustrious rookie draft yes 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 of the most hyped class probably ever since our league started 18 was close 2017 was really 17. 
this one might be it, it probably probably equal scale i'll give it equal to 2017 this um, one i think it's just it sucks because i feel like it's like, like a dark cloud over it from this whole pandemic and like nothing's normal but it's great. still dope yeah, yeah. It, this class was the one that was like the land the running back landscape would forever change yeah and i think we talked about it in the i don't know if we had the draft after our first podcast but like a lot of running backs didn't necessarily go to like immediate bell cow situation so it kind of put a little damper on the class and some people held out which is also a factor but still a strong class and yeah, with those, with those people coming in, like this would have been ridiculous. Because think about that. You have Chuba, you have ETN, you have... Um, Paris. Y- yeah, thank you, loser. All, sat, all sat out, yeah. Um, yeah, outrageous. Outrageous. Devon, that's, that's, like two first, that's like two first rounds. Yeah, ETN was a big one. Yeah, because I was going to get ETN at 6-7-8 when I had 6-7-8. Yeah, you throw, you throw those three guys in... Devontae Smith and probably one other guy. And you think about the quality, the players that would even got shoved until like the early second. Chenault's like a borderline like third round pick in that draft. That's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Um, but yeah, awesome, awesome stuff with the draft. Obviously great event. Obviously thank you very much to Josh for hosting. Um, great time as always. Everyone showing up. It was just an awesome, awesome day. Um, with uh, Started with some golf as well. So yeah, that's right. um, I, I did well. I'm very happy with my golf output there. Unfortunately, did not translate to the crunk, but that is something we will talk about another time. Um, you want to you wanna just jump into the first round? Is that Yeah, so I think we'll just go over the draft, what we like or didn't like in every round. Probably go into more player thoughts and team fits, I think, for the first few rounds. And then the last three just kind of hit the, the highs and lows. Yeah, that, that works and kind of players that we like. So we'll just read off the first round just very quickly to kind of give you a, an idea of, of what happened, give you a recap and, and reminder. So starting off with pick one, we had CEH, two, Jonathan Taylor goes to add, three, J.K. Dobbins, four, DeAndre Swift, five, Cam Akers, six, C.D. Lamb, seven, Jerry Judy, eight, Justin Jefferson, nine, Henry Ruggs, 10, Jalen Ragor. 11 and 12, um, the greatest picks of all time, T. Higgins and Brandon Ayuk. And then 13, 14 rounding out the first round with Michael Pittman and Denzel Mims. So uh, honestly, the round went pretty chalk from what we were predicting. It was pretty much spot on. I think the only one we were unsure of was Mims, the trainer at 14. Um, Even Ridge being the wild card, I was pretty confident that Ridge was going to take Ruggs and Ragor. Anything that you guys like or dislike or really stand out to hear, although it was kind of chalk? Um. I mean, I think we should start right away just because it's kind of been the talk of the offseason with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yep. More so because we had the Damian Williams holdout. And that was like one of the first early skill, non, you know, first skill player to hold out. We thought, here we go. You know, who's going to be the other, like, you know, the first shoe to drop. And we were, you know, Greg was trying to lobby for ir eligibility because you know we didn't want teams to be screwed with four you know we were thinking three to four players maybe a team could have and ends up really just being damian williams was the key major holdout i mean there were some other guys but no one that was really like that fantasy relevant and that turned it started from like the clyde hype was already crazy off the rails going to the chiefs in round one vaulting from probably like 105 107 range to just the clear 101, not in my opinion, but in most people's opinions. And then I think undeservingly, Williams holds out 
and now he's being vaulted to like a top ten, top five startup player, yeah, which is insane. And you know, you've seen other people kind of come out and settle on the hype of if if Williams was hold, was keeping you from, you know, thinking uh, Hilaire was going to be some great player, then like you kind of need to really either reevaluate Williams or reevaluate Clyde Edwards because I think the hype has gone way too far. Um, I I agree. I can't, I, but I can't argue the one on one here. No, a hundred percent agree with yeah. you. The hype's way too far. He's not a top ten startup pick. But so I, I think I know your answer. Um, but I'll ask everyone around the horn. Knowing now, if if we were drafting today, do you still go Ceh or do you go Taylor one hundred one? No, it's, so, it's so hard for me to. It's so hard to pick because strictly based. I mean, situation vaulted Ceh up so far. I mean, I think there was a point where he was mocked me at like eight. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> And I mean, and that's saying something about Mahomes and the whole Chiefs organization, how good they are. Um, but I mean, my my guy was always first. It was Jonathan Taylor. So it's like it, it's crazy that it leaves you with that debate. I think Jonathan Taylor is above and beyond the superior player. Yep. But does situation match that? You know, that's what is hard to determine. But I think that I think at this point. It's hard for me to argue against him on the Chiefs without Damian Williams. I think I got to go Ceh. Okay. No, I I honestly go Taylor. I go Taylor here. I think it is very close. I agree with you. Um, I I just prefer. I think Taylor is, e- even though he's a little bit of a bigger back. I think he's just this. Right. I think it's there. I think it's there. I love Taylor one on one. I'm not going to argue if I have to take Ceh gun to head. Yeah. You know, obviously, I would love it, but I take Taylor just slightly. I wonder if Trainer takes. Clyde, if he has Mahomes, I wonder if that was like the main decide because he was texting me. He was throwing a lot of smoke. He was going to take Taylor, which I was very nervous about because I made a trade into 102 just for Taylor. There was no other player that I really else wanted but Taylor. Um, and I was kind of low key panicking when Taylor uh, when Tiz was throwing that smoke because I would have begrudgingly took Clyde. I was going to debate Dobbins, um, but. I do wonder if Mahomes kind of, you know, he wants that PPR combination because it is nice. Like having Breeze and Kamara, it's awesome seeing both those points come up on your Yahoo update okay. when they throw a touchdown to him yeah. or any PPR is, it's great. Um, but I, I would still because uh, I don't see Mac being a featured player outside of the first three games, maybe because the rookies are going to take a little bit, but I, I don't think it's going to take that much time. And someone else tweeted, and I know like it hasn't happened yet, but if Mac sat out and Ingram sat out and carry on whoever sat out Clyde's not going I don't think Clyde goes one-on-one so I know those things didn't happen and Clyde does have the situation but it's also it's a dynasty pick and you don't want to just look at the short-term immediate hype just because of Williams for a year no, I, I agree with you, but Tiz did make a great point when I was talking to him at one point. He was going in just thinking, like, actually strictly based on, hey, this is a year. It's probably going to be a wash with COVID. You don't really know what you're going to get. And Edwards Hilaire mm-hmm. is under contract for technically five years because first-round pick. So they have the fifth-year option. Okay. But actually, sure. actually is, is a good point on top of pairing with Mahomes. Um, so I, I get it from his perspective. Like, I'm not going to argue that at all. Um, and, and regardless, and I think I think it's I think that's more of the win now move too, and I think his team is obviously in the position. Oh yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, okay. plus he gets Dobbins at three. I mean, one of those two is going to be a stud. I mean, Edler, uh, Clyde might not be live up to the hype, but I love Dobbins, and I think that's the same kind of situation as 
not the same as Taylor because I think I rather have. I think Ingram's a better back than Mac probably for like for this year purposes. I would I would say, but it's it's a matter of time before Dobbins takes over that backfield too. So, Tiz an annoyingly like really good situation. Probably doesn't want to pass up on the like the one on one most sites have as a consensus, and he doesn't want to be you know overthink it. Knowing he has one hundred three, so that was a good pick. Um, Chad taking Swift. Chad, you gotta be happy with Swift, who was the, I mean, consensus one hundred one pre draft, whole two thousand nineteen. That's all you heard about was DeAndre Swift. So you gotta be pretty stoked. Yeah. For. No, I mean I, I I love the Georgia running backs. I mean you got Gurley, Michelle, um, Chubb. So I think He's I think DeAndre Chubb. Swift is gonna be one of those guys that's right behind them. I mean, Swift was on the field as a freshman in Georgia. So the situation, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of negative things about it, you know, um, with Carrion being there and he's also a second round pick and, you know, Swift is going to come along slowly and only being there for like the passing game. But I think, I think similar to Taylor, um, I think Swift will come in and take over that backfield around week four or five. I think it's kind of the same thing with Taylor. Has he any had any camp hype yet? I haven't heard anything or seen anything. Yeah, yep. it was just on a roto today about nice. how he's be impressive in the past game. Nice. Look at that. Yeah, I saw some beat writer being like he's just roasting all the linebackers. Love love everything. Speaking of that, Roto right now is electric. I love just, it. Not even Roto, but like if you just it's just Twitter. It's, it's just better than sex. Right now, this is what I've been craving post rookie draft that we weren't getting because of COVID and then like the walkthroughs were no you know, limited uh, training camp or whatever. Now it's pads are on. Here, baby. Yep. Awesome. It's great. Um, with that, unfortunately, some people are getting hurt. And I'm not trying to skip over some picks, but I'll just go to yours, Eric. Higgins had a hammy issue. Yep. Um, but you got to like him falling to 11. He was a first round. You know, he slipped into the second round only because how deep this class is. But, you know, most classes, he's probably a first round wide receiver. But then Brandon Ayuk getting a good situation with Jalen Hurd going down with an ACL. Debo. Uh, Debo status unknown for week one. So, you know, you got to be happy with Ayuk probably coming and contributing week one right away. I, I love it. And I know you were more down on him. I get the breakout age. I completely understand. And we've seen it before. I just, for whatever, like, I really like his Tate. Like, I think he fits today's NFL. I think he's a good player. I think he's going to do very well, especially in, in San Fran. So I was pretty much on IU pretty much the entire time. Um, I'm very happy. When I was watching it. his tape in college, I was like, that is the old Samuel. I think it's like a clone. Exactly. Of it's, exactly. It's so similar of a player, and it works so well in San Fran with that offense, which is quick slants, all of those things. Like, yeah. Patriots. It, it works so well, and he's perfect for that. Like, I'm so happy with that pick. Now, is there any pick you don't like in this draft? I know you said it's pretty chuck. I mean, I, I agree with Lamb going above Judy. Um, I probably would have took Lamb above Akers, but uh, Wire seems to really love Akers. He made that trade, giving away Mac, and made a big push. I thought I thought he gave up a little bit too much to get Akers, personally. Um, just playing the numbers odds, all five of these guys aren't going to be great fantasy contributing running backs for three to five years. And I think we said this after the draft or whatever podcast it was, but we all kind of thought Akers would be that odd man out of these of the top five um and i don't like rugs he's already being talked about you know we'll talk about it later by brian edwards starting over him and i can't really fault it nine who's the first receiver taking the draft so it's 
at some point someone's got to take him. But the Ridge got one of my favorite receivers in Rager. So I think that'll be a great pick for him. But there's no pick to dislike, right? Yeah, I mean, how many, how many picks, how many picks like bust per round? Because so for, first, it's, just, it's round, so hard to with, with like fifty percent for the first it, round is typically fifty percent of rookies will bust, and obviously it increases right. as you move down. I think it's more than that. Whatever Mueller's blog did, I thought showed. It depends what you qualify as a bust. Correct. Yeah, correct. The definition of a bust because I still don't. I don't still don't right. Monte Parker a bust. I have a hundred percent draft perfect. That's fine. Yeah, that's but fair. But I'm, just, I'm just generalizing. I'm just saying like. You look at this first round with all the hype and all the camp hype and all the reports, it's just like so hard to pick eight busts out of this round. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I pick Mims. I, I hate Mims. I think it, I don't like him as a player. I think he's bad. Um, so that's going to be mine. I wasn't the biggest fan of, fan of Pittman, but I don't hate Pittman. You know what I mean? Like I'm fine with that going there. A great situation. Like I could see it. I just, I don't right. think Mims pans out. I mean, I'll, like I'll to just pick my, eight of those guys yeah. is like crazy. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean yeah. I mean if I, I yeah it would be hard. So I'd pick Acres, and then the easy ones for me would be Rugs, Ayuk, yeah, and Pittman, just because of breakout age stuff. Yep. Fuck man, you got to pick even one more. So say you put Mims, one, two, three, four, five. You got to pick two more just to make it fifty percent. So Regor because he technically has stone hands, but like I don't I don't agree. I like Regor a lot, but that's to argue that I probably uh, don't. You got it. Yeah, I mean, it could be Jefferson. It could be Ju- it could be. Ju- I mean, you don't know. Higgins. It is crazy. Yeah, it's it's very tough. It's very tough. It's gonna uh, be it's gonna be Clyde, and we're all gonna laugh. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, suck it is. But that was uh, a great. It was a good. Yeah, you're right. Chalky first round, besides pick fourteen, which it would have just probably flip flopped. To two hundred one anyway, which we'll get into. Yeah, but. and like I said, I'm I'm not arguing it there. I just personally don't like him, but I get it. Like the upsides there is a great situation. I love Arnold, obviously. I love um, but he's already dealing with a hammy, so. Yeah. So obviously, great first round. Um, let's jump to the second round. So do a quick recap. Um, Lavisca Chenault going fifteen. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn and Zach Moss to it's sixteen and seventeen. Um, Brian Elite Edwards, who actually just sent another trade offer um, a little while ago, like a couple minutes ago, to Rob. I will have him. Um, AJ Dylan Harper um, at 19, Chase Claypool at 20, <laughs> Joe Burrow 21, uh, Antonio Gibson 22, Gronk got the first veteran off the board at 23, Matt Breda 24, Josh Kelly, Madude 25. I actually don't really like it, just a good situation. Um, 26, Darrington Evans, 27, Anthony McFarland, and 28, Van Jefferson. Um, we know we got to start here. <laughs> I mean, actually, I don't. Is it is it Dylan Harper or is it Edwards? Like, who are we? It's, who are... it's Edwards. So, okay. <laughs> uh, as reported by um, me from sources pre podcast, a trade has been sent out. By the time anyone's listening to this, a trade already might have been done, but a first, a future first, and second is now on the table. It was denied. So it was, it was, it was officially denied for denied. Brian Edwards. There was a, a partial acceptance where there was like a handshake out, but then a rescindance of a handshake. Like it never actually went through. It was like, it was very intense, um, but it was Josh's 2022 first and my 2022 second for Brian Edwards. And it was ultimately declined by Rob, hey, which Rob's, was devastating. Rob's working out this great. He went from a first, you got an extra second already in there already. You're going to get more. Yeah, no, no, great. I mean, Rob, Rob has done this the past two years. He did it with Kelvin Harmon. Obviously, I overpaid two seconds for Kelvin Harmon at the time of the draft. I'm now about to overpay aggressively for Brian Edwards because um, his jersey's already it's on its way. I shipped it from China today. Um, 
I mean, you I, love the guy, so you've been talking. I do about love him the guy. I, I'm happy. Him right. Over him, so he's letting him build and build and build, so that you give more and more and more. Dude, it's I, honestly, I kind of respect it. I almost but, handed in my two week resignation today because of the fact that I don't have Brian Edwards. You know what I mean? Like I was angry, but like that catapulted me over the top. Like if I had Brian Edwards, maybe I don't type up that letter. But speaking of camp, wow. I don't think anyone's getting more of it right now than Brian Edwards is too. No, he's. I mean, he's. He, the athleticism, everything is there. It's just a matter of he's got an injury history. He's not the most sure-handed player. He makes a lot of great plays, but then he drops a lot of pretty typical plays. He's great with the ball in his hands. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of upside. It's just yeah. like, I get it. The downside's there. Yeah, and then I mean, I'm happy with Chanel. I wanted Mims, but I'm pretty happy with Chanel. He's already getting some pretty good oh, yeah. camp pipe. It's just a, it's, it's very similar – not similar with Edwards, but both had kind of injury concerns coming into college. Uh, Chanel didn't do well in the combine because of those injuries. I don't even know if Edwards performed. No, he did combine. like bench. He didn't really do anything else. So I think both those guys could have been having first round pedigree I had they agree. had healthier collegiate careers. Um, so happy to see them fall to the second round to me. I, I might be in the minority here, but I, I could see Edwards out producing rugs. No, that Twitter is, all, is rampant. Twitter is just nuts. Just check it out. It's beautiful. <laughs> I want that. I don't want that because it's probably going to mean he'll, I'll lose the bet for Chanel, but I want that just so I can feel vindicated for my anti rug stance. So I do hope like part of me gets a little happy when I see these uh, Edwards over rugs, you know, reports from camp. Um, but then it's did pretty well in this round. I think he had a really good second round well we had three picks in the second round we had a really good draft but i like the vaughn and moss and vaughn's on the COVID, off, off the COVID, on the COVID. it's been kind of like a running joke and rojo is getting crazy hype um and they brought in lashaw mccoy right to tampa bay so yeah kind of a hit for what his early production might be but dynasty give it time he may see the field if rojo underperforms or coy's old i mean he didn't really have a role with the chiefs that much even last year or two years ago when he was on the team and Zach Moss, you know, newly acquired Singletary owner Chad Patterson will not like be a Moss fan this year. But I never really got the Moss hype. But I guess if you're not a huge Singletary guy, it's it's a good pick for you know two oh three for a running back needy team. So I thought those were two pretty good picks. But I was a little surprised at Gronk there. I don't know if that was like so that that was less surprising to me because he's been talking about it, but it wasn't. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> So I, I kind of <laughs> knew it was. He just kept throwing it in there. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy he got his guy and he didn't have to take him at 16. He took him at 23 at least. You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. That's his dude. It's all good. You got your boy, A.J. Dillon Harper. I did. Happy. Dylan Harper at 19. I'm very happy. It should have been Harper and Edwards, 1920. Um, but then I traded it at 20 because Edwards was gone. Um, but, yeah, I'm very happy with Dylan Harper. I mean, his legs are – her legs, both of their legs. Um, its legs are enormous, so – he almost nice. looks like over, like he almost looks like fat, but it's just it's literally Eddie, he has Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Lacy. <laughs> it's Eddie Lacy. It's it's come full circle. I've redrafted Eddie Lacy instead of 101 in the dynasty startup. It's now pick 19 in, in a rookie draft. So it it it's all good. Very happy. <laughs> so I'll, I'll propose a uh, I'll propose a question based on one of the picks. So I think a lot of hype coming from the second round, and one of them is rightfully so Antonio Gibson. Uh, we had the unfortunate news from team fam uh darius guys don't want to get into it too much but you know all you know out of the yeah. league 
Eric swindled that trade. Um, just great timing. Nick takes a big hit at running back. That was like a, a big trade for him to get a solid running back to. He needs Freeman to sign for a team or he's in trouble. But Antonio Gibson, obviously, that looks like a great steal in the mid-second round. But, you know, people have their doubts on Gibson about how many carries he actually got as a college running back. And is he that type of guy you can trust with a bell cow role? With Peterson there and Bryce Love getting some camp hype, is Gibson the running back you want to own in Washington, or are you looking elsewhere? I'm looking elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, I don't even – I don't want any part of that backfield to begin with, but if I had to pick, it would probably be Gibson. I mean, Uh, Peterson's a corpse, and – who was the other guy you said? Bryce Love's been getting some hype. They got J.D. Barber's there. Oh, yeah, yeah, pro's pro Barber. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's too many people there. I don't like Gibson. I think he's a gimmicky guy. Like, I I get it. He's big and fast, but, like, so is Matt Jones. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm, 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 I'm not a Gibson guy. Well, literally, by default, who else would you who else would you take out of that backfield? Peyton Barber. I even take J.D. McKissick. He catches passes. AP, like any of them. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I'm not the. the big, I, I get it. Gibson will get carries, but like I'm not gonna overpay for him. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Chad getting his quarterback of the future, hopefully Joe Burrow. Although all his receivers are going down, so yeah. Not not good. I, I might, might have took him a little early, but I, you know, I wanted to hopefully get the quarterback that I can just always start and never have to worry about quarterback. Chad, yeah, being, a, being a very honest, door. Chad, I was going to take. I know you were probably going to take him at twenty-four. If you didn't take him at twenty-one, I was going to take him at twenty-five. Okay. So yeah. I, I don't think that's right. Like that's fine. I'm very happy with that spot for. Him. And it worked out because Chad at twenty twenty-four, you know, maybe Chad realized he needs some more depth. Outside the rookies, he made the trade for Singletary after the fact, but getting Matt Brieta, who was kind of the consensus free agent one uh, going to this year, which just sharing carries with Jordan Howard. No one else really had an immediate fantasy role in free agency, maybe besides Gronk. Um, getting him after Gronk and in the late, I guess mid-second, uh, I was actually surprised to see him fall that far. And yeah, me I too. Was, I thought that was a pretty good pick by you to, to add some depth because, you know, the running backs that went after Josh Kelly, Darrington Evans, Anthony McFarlane, they could be nothing, especially this year or even in a couple yeah. of years. You got someone who can give you some flex. He, he's proven. He's a, he's a playmaker. He's fast. Um, and I think they're going to be playing from behind a lot. So I think he's going to get a lot of targets. And he's going to have those big plays. He didn't San Fran. So yeah. I'm kind of counting on that with him. And it's, it's a good depth piece, like you said. Absolutely. Yeah. And the rest kind of flaws, like, I don't. I'm not as high on Justin Kelly just because I think Justin Jackson's probably got that backup role secured behind Eckler. But I'm. I'm. And like I said, I'm not even really high on Josh Kelly. I just I like Josh Kelly better than Justin Jackson because he's a bigger back as opposed to Eckler. Eckler's maybe your scat back. He gets more targets and everything. But so I mean, cool. Justin Jackson's not a between the tackles guy. Like Josh Kelly is more between the tackles guy who's going also catch. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy with that pick there for just a production standpoint. I don't really love the player, but I think it's a good pick there. And Darrington um, Evans fumbling twice when no one's been pad yet. I mean, yeah, that's, that's not possible. Good. That's not good. Yeah. Go past that. I forgot Rob drafted McFarlane. I just assumed that because Chad is a Steelers fan that Chad had McFarlane, but it's Rob. So Do you like uh, McFarlane, Chad, as, a, as a, a Yinzer? What is that? Do you like Anthony McFarlane? Honestly, his tape like, didn't really do it for me. He's, like, very, like, straight line, fast guy. So, like, I don't think he's – I don't think he's going to be 
totally relevant this year. I feel like people are looking for Connor to have that bounce back here. I was going to say, I think he's a good compliment to Connor, though. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. But probably not. But I, I, don't, but I don't think he's a bell cow by any means. No. He's, probably not star- he's not startable unless Connors goes down, where some of these other guys probably can get you points even if the starter's in place. So. Well, yeah. Even if Connor goes down, I think, yeah. I think Snell is the RB2 there. Snell cow. I mean, he didn't do bad when he got opportunities last year. I know I don't have him anymore. I'm not pushing for him, but, like, he was fine. I saw Jalen Samuels is on, like, he might get cut. Really? Yeah. Dang. See? But that, you know what I mean? But that's this year's Antonio Gibson. Like, the weird little weapon player that, like, has a lot of size and speed. So, like, I'm not about it. And then Van Jefferson. I love Van Jefferson. I've tried to get him from Josh a couple times. He's just old. He's like, on the yeah. He's old. Is he on the what team is he on? Rams. Rams. Yeah. So he has two old Rams rookie. Cooper Cup. He just and, loves old and, Rams rookie wide receivers. Love it. Love it. But yeah, I, 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 can't I, never go, I can't wait for golf to overthrow him. <laughs> my my issue with Van Jefferson is that I, I, have a, I have a, I mean not not necessarily like a Florida kind, but like um Christian went to Florida, so he like loves Florida. Ad, like big into yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So, like, he was telling me he was, like, just everything he described of Van Jefferson was hood. Like, mm-hmm. the exact same player. So, I'm like, of course I like Van Jefferson because it's hood. It's just the same yeah, player. Yeah. So, I get it. Unfortunately, he's never, he's never going to pan out, obviously, because it's hood. But all good. Any other thoughts on round two before we move to round three? No, solid round. Was not, I don't think – I mean, we didn't really touch about, like, your favorite or worst pick. All right. You want to do that then real quick? Um. Favorite pick, Brietta, least favorite. I don't think I don't like Van Jefferson, but probably least favorite. Chad. Uh favorite pick, Chase Claypool. I wanted to get him at twenty one. And least favorite pick, sorry, it's Lord Keyshawn Vaughn. I'm not a big Keyshawn Vaughn guy. I, I like Keyshawn Vaughn there. If Keyshawn Vaughn would have went ten to Ridge, I hate it. But like in the beginning of the second round, I mean it is what it is. It's fine. Remember that uh, one mock where Keyshawn Vaughn went sixth and everyone kind of believed it for a second? Because yeah. you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, yeah, I mean, my favorite pick is is Brian Edwards with Rob. And then my least favorite pick um, is still Mims at pick 14. We'll go back <laughs> to round one. Um, all right. So a hater. I fucking hate him. Round three. <laughs> um, read him off in a row. Devin Duvernay, 29. Tua. Uh, pick 30 to Itzler, 31, LaMichael P. Ryan, um, Justin Herbert, 32, Gandy Golden, 33, Lynn Bowden, 34, Tyler Johnson, KJ Hamler, Eno Benjamin, just wow, that's awesome. Boston Scott, 38, DJ Dallas, 39, Cole Combat, 40, Aaron Rodgers, 41, and Lazard season, 42. Um, Chad, we'll let you start this one off. What are your, what are your thoughts? Anything stick out to you? Anything you want to discuss? I think Liz, Lazard falling to forty two is a heck of a value on him. hundred percent. I honestly like. 100%. I forgot. I forgot about him. <clears throat> that's a that's a great pick there at the end of the third round. Thank you. Yeah, I, I remember I was getting shit on for saying that it's possible at a pick twenty five. I I like him in that range from like twenty five to thirty. I think it's perfect. So add getting him at forty two is, is great. And I don't think there's been anything bad about him from camp. I think it's still been hey yeah. probably the wide receiver too. And they didn't draft a wide receiver. No, that's that's a joke. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I had him like third in my rookie rankings. I think behind Gronk and 
Brietta, who I went around ahead of him. So those, that kind of fell into place. But yeah, I mean, I thought I had the wide receiver two a few years ago with Geronimo Allison. That was good for like a game until he got hurt. But I do like they obviously didn't draft a wide receiver. That's obviously big. But I think them drafting no wide receivers and drafting Love, trading up for Love, I just can see Rodgers playing with a huge fuck you chip on his shoulder trying to just go off this year. So yeah. I can see a lot of Adams having a big year and hopefully Lazard or Lazard having a big year. So I was very happy from the fall there for sure. So I think a big item from this round was Josh just outright cutting his third round pick. Um, what are our thoughts yeah. on DJ Dallas? Um, do we think he pads <laughs> out? Do we think he gets cut from Seattle? What, what, what's the pulse? I, I actually I, like DJ Dallas. <laughs> do you? Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to make – who who's the veteran they, they brought in there? Um, oh, God, I know this. Oh, well, they got Carson, Penny. It's somebody notable. I'll look it up. I know those two. This is not good. Hyde. I, I was going to say Carlos Hyde, but I was unsure. Great they brought in Carlos Hyde. Still got Travis Homer. Yeah. So probably going to get cut, but to just not pick up – I forgot all about that. For free agency, not to be the, like known for elite – like that was known for a, a while. Yeah. And just doesn't pick him up. He was on a boat, allegedly, no service. Tough. It's, 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 if it's your fifth-round pick, fine, but you just – get rid of like this third round pick like nah let rob let rob take him that's tough love everything about that um any any favorites or stick out picks to you that you guys want to talk about in this round i mean i hate we'll we'll say say kj ham kj ham was getting insane hype at broncos camp i still i still hate him i don't care so why do you hate him i i don't necessarily hate him i don't think he's a first round talent he's just like undersized drops a lot he's he's shifty he's just like a slot guy i i just that's what i mean but those type of guys don't as a wide receiver three slot guy how many of those have been huge fantasy in the third round you're not like i would take him in the third round here i just don't see a good route runner it seems like he's he's a great route runner runner he's just there's he's just so far behind Cortland sun and Jerry Judy on that team, and I think behind Fant and Gordon, just like I, I don't know, I just don't see where the volume is going to come for him, and to be fantasy relevant at all. Plus, I just when I watched the tape, I just didn't really, I don't know, it was, just didn't do anything for me. So I don't know, I was I was against him pre-draft. I'm not going to change my tone now. Now that he went to a spot that I don't think he's going to see the volume that he could on other teams. If he was like the wide receiver two, you know. Maybe, but I think he's just so far away behind the other two wide receivers on that team. Um, and P. Ryan took a little hit. They brought in Gore to compliment Le'Veon Bell. I did like P. Ryan kind of going into the draft, but the Gore signing hurt that. But, you know, Rodgers didn't know that. I like uh, that both Tua and Herbert went here. I mean, I said it's pretty good value for Tua in the round, in round three, where Burrow oh, yes. you know, almost a full round. Above him, not full round, but you know, mid second, you get uh, two in the early third. So that was pretty good by us over there. Agree. First, uh, first rookie tight end too in Cole Komet. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. Rogers move. Didn't he take like Irv Smith Jr. in a similar spot? He did, and then he took another tight end later in the round. He just takes value, which is surprising me because I feel like Eno Benjamin wasn't the value, but 
it's fine. No. Like, I can't I can't slight his drafting. The, um, the Bears just have twelve thousand tight ends, so it's. I mean, he's gonna have to hold Komet for a long time. I think. He'll end up cutting Komet. Um, just because. How about the Boston Scott? You know, classic fam uh, handcuff pick in the third round. Couldn't drive Chase Edmonds, so has to drive Boston Scott. I mean, I think the Sanders hype has gotten a little out of control. I like Sanders, but he's getting top seven back type of hype. Um, I don't see that. Like, I don't think he was that much more spectacular than Jacobs, and he's getting like way. Oh, he's drafted way over Jacobs, which I don't really understand. Um, but Boston Scott was projected like nine points. I know like the Eagles run yeah, running back yeah. by committee. Like that seems lofty, but like, and I know it's two different players, and uh, Sanders kind of emerged later in the year. But Jordan Howard last year was doing really good on the team that had Miles Sanders, given it was in his rookie year. But they sustained two running backs on that offense, and they always run a running back committee. It's just like kind of what it is with Philly. So I thought that was a pretty for for a death piece for a team that really needs. Um, running backs, and especially this year, I don't know, I forget what the protocols are. If you have tests for COVID, it's two or three weeks you got to sit out. So, I mean, this is the year of the handcuffs. If any of those starters go down, you get a, a new starter for two to three weeks. So, I like that pick. Yeah, love love the Boston Scott pick. I actually love Devin Duvernay. I like them throughout the entire process. I like them throughout the season. Um, I, I like him a lot. I think it's a great value in the third round. I think he could have gone like mid-second round and been, been fine. So, trying to get him in the third is, is a great Great value as well. And then Kojak in the first round QB at, at pick 32, especially when he had what Cam and Derek Carr or whoever his QBs were. So, I mean, another another good pick there. Yeah. Um, I think, wait, well, this Philly, was Philly? Cam signing. So, I think he basically didn't have a quarterback. Correct. I mean, even yeah. Herbert wasn't really a quarterback. I mean, that's not a starter. But, I mean, if he can emerge midseason, then he kind of has his quarterback for hopefully a long time. I feel like Tyrod's good at um, – starting off okay and then combusting um so i have have no no doubt in my mind that that will happen um any other thoughts on the third round before we uh move on to the fourth yeah since since when did the eagles have elijah holyfield yeah he was he was on like the practice squad last year i'm pretty sure he was on the panther and got cut and then got picked up by the fall from grace man dude so they ran before eight yeah let's say he ran before eight and people were like all right wait, wait till his pro day it's gotta be a little better they couldn't even like juice the numbers for him. It was still just four eight his pro day. Like, come on, man. It wasn't good. It wasn't and good. Top watches like a little bit your favorite. Oh man. <laughs> no, I I liked Holyfield in college. Obviously, it did not pan Everyone out. Everyone did. To the pros, like what are you gonna do? Um, so round four, why are getting this guy Reichwell Armstead, um, Itzler? I've actually been in daily talks with Itzler for DPJ. Um, I might reach out to him now because Rob won't give me Brian Edwards. Um, I added a third, by the way. I'm going first, second, and third for Rob for Edwards. I will have him. So Larry Fitzgerald, pick 45. Uh, 46, Mohamed Sanu. 47, Drew Elite Locke. Um, Antonio Brown, 48. 49, Hayden Hurst. Love the pick. Um, Gabriel Davis at 50. I hate him. Um, 51, Jalen Hurd, my dude. Daniel Jones, 52. I think it's just a, a correlation. I hate everything Dooch does, which is sad because Dooch wins. So. Um, Brashad Perriman, 53. Adam Troutman, 54. That's the second tight end. Isaiah Hodgins, 55. Um, and oh, Vander Esch at 56. Nice. Love it. Um, any thoughts on the, on the fourth round? Yeah, um, I was trying to get Hayden Hurst so bad. I was, trying to trade in, I was trying to trade into the fourth round so bad, but I didn't have the ammo to like get in there, so I was offering like three future fifths 
and like <laughs> like a 2022 third or fourth, I think. I'm surprised no one took that. Just, uh, no, it wasn't a third. It might have been a fourth, but I I just couldn't get it. I couldn't get him. But I think he's gonna I think he's gonna have a good year, and he's getting a lot of hype. And I needed a tight end badly, and Rob sniped him from me. Yeah, uh, one of the better values. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, love Kojak with Muhammad Sanu. I feel like Muhammad Sanu is just Kojak epitomized into a, a fantasy football player. Um, I mean, there's reports that Harry's already struggling. Cam, obviously, a bit boost their value from Brady, but it's an upgrade from Stidham or the unknown of quarterback that was going on. Oh, yeah. So it's nice. We also have two quarterbacks that probably aren't going to play this year. One for sure or not. Antonio Brown and Jalen Hurd. We spoke about Jalen Hurd earlier, but that's the the Rob offseason just continues to be brutal. Ravaged by the draft. Now is granted just a fourth round pick, but tough pick there out of the season. Bam, Antonio Brown just immediately gets the eight game suspension slap on him. Tough. I guess though Brashad Perriman's good for Rob because of um Tim's heavy issue is actually legitimate. At least Perriman's a pseudo wide receiver one. I guess never mind. You have um uh, your boy at uh, Crowder. Crowder. Yeah. Um, I think I, Dan- like- I feel like Daniel Jones could have been just gone in free agency. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you have a guy and he's a quarterback in the fourth round, like I'll take him. Like I, I was just literally just about to say, I love the Drew Lock pick with the upside with all the weapons. I like, love Drew Lock this year. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with Drew Lock for you there. I think it's a great pick, especially in the fourth round. Like he could be. A so you're a, you're a believer in Lock, huh? I love Lock. I thought he showed like the second half of the year was pretty good with not a whole lot of weapons, like an emerging stunt, but obviously just a sophomore year now. Yeah. You know, I like, uh, you know, I've been spin up Hamler. I like him as an NFL player. I just don't like him fantasy, but drafting two running backs, they got another tight end to play with Lock in college. Yeah, at Missouri. Um, you know, Broad and Gordon, you know, everyone else developing. It's, it's, it's a young core. And they have yeah. a good offensive line, too, from what I remember. I don't think they lost anybody. So, like, I think it's good. I think he was very bad in college, like, under pressure, making decisions similar to, like, Darnold. You know what I mean? If he's got a clean pocket, he's, like, fucking yep. elite, and he has a cannon. Yep. yep. So, set him up to he's on his way so it's, a, it's, a great, it's a great upside pick. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the LBE pick, you know, I was drinking. You know, I need another <laughs> IDP with uh, my boy Keekly going out, retiring. So, you know, you just gotta you gotta just take those drunk picks sometimes. Take your boy, um, dude. One hundred percent agree. Larry, Larry Fitz. I didn't. I didn't even realize that pick. Oh, that was a solid, solid round four. I mean, yeah, for the fourth round, and the, these are, I love the fourth and fifth round. Looking back on them post, because like it's always fun to see like oh like what an elite fourth round. What a shit second round. Yeah, because this is where you can get like a good bet. Or like an under the radar rookie, and like you're spending so much less draft capital on him. That probably has like just as much odds of panning out. Absolutely. Like I need I need Gabriel Davis to just shit on my mouth for me. I like Gabriel Davis. I I, heard, I don't know why he's got a good situation in Buffalo. Is Buffalo good? I don't know. I mean, Brown's old. They just got Diggs, but after that, I don't know. I think in a year. Cole be- Beasley, bro. And uh, Duke, Duke, Duke Elite Williams, dude. get out of here. DeCano, I forgot about Duke Elite Williams and Cole Beasley. Um, and, uh, and don't, don't forget Dawson Knox, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, I love Dawson Knox. <laughs> I love him. He's our starting tight end. I drafted oh, him last year, Chad. Let's, camp, let's talk. Camp I, want, I want him back, Chad. Um, 
All right. Any other thoughts on round four before we move to five and, and wrap it up? Well, last round. Let's do it. All right. Let's get after it. Um, the trainer, Devin Asiasi. Um, we're going Salvan Ahmed to wire 58. Hakeem Butler, 59 to Ridge. I'm surprised Ridge didn't cut Hakeem Butler yet. Um, 60, Chris Conley to Kojak, LOL. Chris Thompson to Duke, 61, um, which he's still on the Redskins, no? Chris Thompson? Chris Thompson is with the Jaguars, I think. Yeah, he's in the Jags. All right, never mind. I'm just kidding. Devin Funches, 62, LOL. I traded for him. Um, 49ers defense at 63. <laughs> Randall Cobb, 64. Just I need Randall Cobb to retire on Duke's team. Um, Quintez Cephas, which is the worst pick in the draft. Quintez Cephas will be cut from an NFL team at 65. Um, Josh Gordon at 66. Steven Sims, 67. Jordan Love, I'm so mad that I didn't take um, Roquan there. That was stupid. Um, 69, Kendrick Bourne <laughs> and Marquise Lee wrapping it up with Mr. Irrelevant. Um, I'll start. Quintez Cephas was the worst pick in the draft. This round sucks. I know. <laughs> really like, even like the best pick, I think it's – I don't even think it's close is Steve Sims. I but, totally um, agree. Just about to say yeah. that. Like, he's the only one who has a chance to be, I think, fantasy no. relevant, like, at all. No, not, even, not even needing an injury. Funches. Just playing. 49ers D and Funches. <laughs> I like both of them. He, he should have uh, went in the fourth Funches round. Funches opted out. Didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Funches opted out. Yeah, You're right, no he mind. did. Totally. I still have to pick down. Yeah, Marquis lead too. I'm so mad now. Because first I was going to take Cambolage as Mr. Relevant. And I was this close to taking Dez, but I didn't know if we could take players not in the database. And I still don't know if that's allowed in the draft, but now that he's getting hyped to possibly sign with the Ravens, I'm very upset I didn't take Dez Bryant from Mr. Relevant. So we, we that's my biggest probably, regret. probably would have vetoed that because I think it has to be in the database because we didn't want to get in the same issue as baseball because baseball is a fucking nightmare. Fair but yeah, Greg Trey the Josh Gordon just to spin Nick's face. Yep, that was funny. That was pretty funny. I don't know if he's going to be playing this year at all. He wasn't super fantasy relevant on the Seahawks, but whatever. It's a fifth round pick. That was just funny. But I mean, Fam got the better pick with Steve Sims Jr. right after anyway. Yeah. Other than that, Eric Jordan Love, huh? Not a yeah. Rogers guy. Um, no, I honestly was just assuming, like, hey, he had a calf injury in the past. Like, it's COVID. Like, you never know. Like, maybe he gets hurt or dies, like, mid-training camp and Jordan Love starts. I don't well, have – He's, him, gonna, he's their quarterback of the future. I mean, they dropped him in the first round. Yeah. No, I, I, him, I think you dropped him, like, days later. You didn't even give, like – you didn't even give training camp, like, room to breathe for this to transpire. Uh, and I forgot who I picked up, but it was probably somebody stupid. And then you traded for Funches and then cut him, like, yeah. a day later. Because I got him – who, who was I? You know what? You you beat. You knew he was going to opt out because that would have been even funnier if you <laughs> traded for him than he opted out. So at least you got ahead of him. And you cut him. Yeah, I so forgot who dropped him for. Oh, because I, I put in a waiver claim for. Oh, Jamal Williams. That is a thrill. Thrill elite. <laughs> yeah, I saw the thrill hill videos. I needed him back, um, which is good because I have him. I love Jamal Williams. Um, and so, obviously, we know my thoughts that my least favorite pick here is Quinton Cephas, my favorite pick in this round. Yeah, probably Steven Sims Jr. Any Anything else that you guys wanted to bring up here? No. I mean, we could probably – probably next episode, because this one's already gone pretty long, we can go into, like – I mean, we kind of, like, did it more or less, but, like, whose draft we actually – like, specifically, like, when you look at all of them together, kind of look over Eric's – I'm not going to do it now, but we could do it yeah. next episode. But I'm just looking over something now and – you just had A for Rob. Great draft. Only reason it's not A plus is because Quintess Cephas is the worst <laughs> draft eligible player. 
<laughs> I haven't All been right. shy. He ran like a four nine and like doesn't catch footballs and like can't separate or run routes and is like I don't know. He's just not good. Look at look at have a hell of a draft. Judy Pittman, Edwards, McFarland, Tyler Johnson, Hayden Hurst, Hurd, Perriman, 49ers D and Cephas. Even without Hurd. And we didn't really talk about Tyler Johnson and I loved him coming out of college. He just went to like the most crap like he went where there's Evans and Godwin and like that just stinks. But things change. Situations change pretty quickly. Um, so that pick could still be pretty good in a couple of years, but a fun draft. Hopefully next year we'll be back to normal and have more of the league back, but you know, circumstances change some things. But so so breaking news, I apologize to interrupt, but I do own Brian Edwards at the current moment. Oh. Um, oh. So I'm I'm through the roof. I needed this win today. So I've I've wow. way too what, much. What was the final Yeah, it wasn't good. It was um Josh's twenty twenty two first. Um Eric, 2022 second, and Wire, 2021 third for Brian Edwards, and the handshake is done. Yeah, way, way wow. much of an overpay. Um, Eric, I was on your team, and I was, I was battling Josh and Wire, and now I'm, I'm against you. Know, I was no, that's, that's completely fine. I was at the point where if, if Brian Edwards was good, I was probably just going to kill myself. Um, so I needed him on the team. So I think it was worth it to save my life. But now the Edwards Chanel bet. I didn't think either of us were going to have them. Now we're yeah. back. Now, now it's full back. Them. We're back. You need to order your Chenault jersey, and we need to go Ooh, to I do. the bar. So, yeah. I do. That's a good point. Yeah, right. get on the I got my so Wear it to the Omakase. No matter who wins, but we gotta, we're going to win. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on board with that. So I'm very stoked to have Brian Edwards on my roster. Hopefully Rob sends it to me and yeah, very shortly, um, and I will probably just masturbate like a lot tonight. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, but this is going to be out. The trade will be out before this drops, but everyone listening after the fact know I dislike this trade. I didn't mind the the straight first. I think people were overreacting. Um, it's really hard to predict two years from now who's going to be good or bad. I think assuming Josh's 23-23 verse is going to be bad is a little, uh, you know, misguided. I don't, I don't think that's accurate, but I supported trading a two-year first first. Two years in the future first for, like, what would be an early second. I think it, it's been done. Like, I don't understand these. That's these what I'm saying. Things. Everyone was saying it's never been done. I've done it, like, multiple times. So I was like, I'm I always trying to look through, and, like, the, the, the sheet, it's just so much on the draft tab. That's it. There's too and every much. time I'm like, there it is, and I scrolled over, it was always you. So I didn't <laughs> feel like throwing your examples to defend your actions. was. I was like, did anyone else ever do this? But No, it was just me. Um, but, yeah. So the second is in that deal? What happened? Eric's. Your second isn't that deal. Your second. It's mine in 2022. Yeah. But I, mean, I have keep this core. If you just keep this core. Yeah. I think I'm going to be good with the core because I also too I have four seconds next year, so like I have picks. Like you know what I mean. Like I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. You're totally going to use those seconds next year, man. Well, I, I will because I need I need to draft Brevin Jordan. So if you guys want to get back at me, take Brevin Jordan next year. My dude, I love him. I'll do anything. Any Max Borgie? It's my early obsession. Yeah. No, I, Jordan should not be a first round pick. He'll probably be a, a mid second, which I should get him with one of my four seconds. So I'm happy. All right. Great draft. Great draft recap. Yeah, elite draft, elite recap. We'll do another episode hopefully next week or the week after that with um updated power rankings. Maybe we'll do some pre agent pickups, um any news and notes. But uh, I'm very we'll happy do power rankings. That. That's a that's a guarantee. That is a guarantee. The website now, are we gonna update be... them from the from the chat one? Are we gonna do our own? We'll do our own. We'll just do, we're going to do what we think. Because, okay. I mean, okay. things have changed. Like, I 
you know, think how, I mean, Greg was up there pretty high, lost Williams, and then Nick was already kind of low, but losing, you know, things are going to, your team's a lot better than it was when I first did the power rankings, Chad. I had you like 13th, I think, but I want to move you up for sure with, I knew you were going to get Swift and Jefferson, but it was like hard to still like throw them on your roster, but the, I like the single carry trade and I didn't think you were going to get Bria. So a lot of things changed. Yeah, I think we'll average our three rankings out like normal and get the get the, the fire fueled for the league. So no one, no one wants to upset anymore. Itzer was the, the pioneer of using the chat as anger and motivation. Now everyone just is like uses like oh it's bull bulletin bull material like they, it, the Patriots they don't believe in us they you know whatever it's like whatever but we'll still do it. Sorry, I had to send um, the trade to Rob. Beautiful. I'm so happy. All right, cool. So great times. I'm going to get fucking mercilessly destroyed in the chat, but get ready for it. It's going to be sick. Um, so with why, that... Why is going to call for a veto? Yeah, he's going to call for a veto. I mean, it might get vetoed. There's a chance it might this get vetoed. This is not a... No. It's been um, one veto trade. No, ever. it's not... Ve- no, it's not veto. Do you still have those details? You don't have to do it right now. Do you still have the details of that trade? The veto trade? Um, it was... Just so it we was, can show you how much we saved you. There was there was like a lot of clauses in that one though because it was based on um, like if Sony Michelle was an RB one in our league within his first two seasons, which I don't think happened. No. Um, then there was another clause with if Rob didn't come, so that that one did happen because Rob wasn't fourteenth uh, in twenty twenty. Then there was another clause, which I'm not really positive about, but there was a lot of clauses on it, but it was like a lot of first being, it was, it was a big deal. It was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Who was the main piece in that? It was pick four and um, I got pick four from Ridge for like eight future firsts, but like all with clauses, like everyone was a clause. It was like two given to him. What draft, what, what draft did you want pick four so bad in? I was between Chubb and Ridley. It was seven. Uh, what was it? 18 Chubb and Ridley. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was between Chubb and Ridley at four. I didn't know who I wanted. And then I traded out and ended up getting Ridley at 13, which was great. I mean, I love that pick. I love Ridley. I tried to get him back and obviously it didn't work. Try to get Lockett back too. Hopefully Edwards is my new dude though. Yes. Hopefully right. handle. Keep your boys. Yeah, I'm probably just going to trade him to Itzler like directly. You can't trade him for a while now. No, I, can't, I don't think I could trade him. Enough. It's like Corey Davis. I can't trade him or Sammy. Like, they all have to die on my team. Um, but I'm going to go announce this in the chat. Um, it's been a pleasure. Great, great episode. Episode 47. Um, and we'll just call it Eric. It's Brian Edwards. I love that. Um, right. So, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Chad, you want to hit him with the, the social media before we call it a wrap? Yeah, it's at Riley Reed. At Riley Reed. Um, no, it's what? What's her name? It's like at tits something. At, um, <laughs> at tits tits kicked out. Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, not at EFV forty. I know that. No, but no, definitely not. EFV forty. All right. Um, and uh, <laughs> podcast.com. It's not a good. I one stop shop. That was everything. So that that's just the, that's the plug. It is. They gotta update the rookie draft results, though. It must be a mock or something. Yeah, it was. It was. It was like the initial commission mock. <laughs> All right. Well, good stuff, guys. It's been a pleasure. And uh, with that, we will uh, call uh, call tonight. Good evening. Later. Peace.